Welcome to Trolodron Behind the Scenes. I'm Chad Corey. Episode 29, Sales and Stories. Well, hello and welcome to Trolodron Behind the Scenes. I'm Chad Corey. And thanks for taking a time out of your day to take a listen to this particular episode. For those who don't know, Trial Behind the Scenes is a quarterly podcast. It comes out once a quarter, but the episodes come out on the middle month of each quarter. Trying to find a way to make it fit my schedule, and that seemed to work the best. So if you're interested in previous episodes, go back and check out the list of what I've talked about so far. And there is another companion podcast to this for those who are interested called Trial Legends and Lore where we talk more about the stories, tales, legends, mythology, what have you, of the world setting in particular. So I'd encourage you to check that out. And, of course, check out the website, trollodren.com. That's T-R-A-L-O-D-R-E-N.com. If you're interested in more information about the world setting background, I think we're just going to be adding a pronunciation guide pretty soon and a whole lot of fun stuff as well. So what's going on with this particular episode? Well, I wanted to thank everyone first and foremost for coming out to the book signing. That has been fabulous, and it was just been a, a wonderful time for me to get a chance to meet and greet everyone. For those who don't know, I recently had a book come out called The Shadow Regent that came out on March 21st, and it deals with the, I guess, the greater cosmic level uh, drama that goes on after the aftermath of the Wizard King trilogy. The benefit is with this story, you don't really necessarily have to know what happened with the trilogy. It's completely standalone, although you can obviously get more benefit out of it if you've read the trilogy first. There's like Easter eggs and some tie-in things you'll catch, but everything for the most part was written for the book to be standalone and not have to have you be confused or know what you're missing. It it continues the story in a different direction from what was uh, ended on the Wizard King trilogy. But... That said, I've been enjoying it. I had a great opportunity to go out and get outside the States and where I normally have done uh, signings before. So I've gotten to places like South Dakota, Iowa, Wisconsin again, which was wonderful to get out there and interact with people that way. And it was great, uh, I guess, a great opportunity to see who these people are and what they're about, and just, like I said, spread the news about the books out there. And it looks like the books are doing really well. Um, Wherever I've been going, people seem to be very receptive, and they really seem to enjoy the stories. I've been really surprised to see so many fans come up. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. It's not not a usual thing for me yet, where people uh, come up and bring their previously purchased titles or even pick up new titles in addition to that and say, hey, like the book, reading the book. Uh, etc. And that's that's been wonderful. So I just, again, thank you for that opportunity and uh, letting me have that chance to meet and greet you. And f- please feel free to keep coming out and taking advantage of that opportunity where it is available. And speaking of that, we are still on our tour. While the Shadow Regent tour wrapped up in uh, May, or I think April, May, it kind of blurs together now, the other tour I'm doing now for Sons of Ashgard, Ilmid, and Elgard continues. And that tour is going to be running, I think, one more event in May at the time of this recording, and then we have two more in June, and these are all in Minnesota. I'm doing that primarily because uh, the person I'm teaming up with, the artist for the graphic novel, is based in Minnesota, and he's more in the uh, southeastern quadrant of the state. And so I'm trying to initially set up the events more in that region to kind of make it not as challenging for him to, to get to these places, trying to be nice to him. 
Uh, I don't think he wants to drive super far necessarily for all these places. So that worked out well. And we have, like I said, three more events coming out, one in May and two in June. You can check out chadcorey.com slash events html for more information on where those are and get contact information for how to get a hold of those places if you need to do that i will be heading out to chicago at the end of june for the american library association convention down there where i'll be signing some books at the dark horse booth i believe for the 23rd and 24th don't quote me on that go go to the website for sure so if you are a librarian or will be in that convention for whatever reason i will be there the times are listed uh, on the website, or if not, they will be on the social media. I'll be making that available very soon. I think one is around 10 or 11 on the Saturday, and then I believe it's around the same time on the Sunday. I'll be leaving that afternoon, so we got to have something earlier in the day for that. So again, I'll let you know what's going on with that, but it'll be a great opportunity to meet a bunch of librarians. I've been having a very good success interacting with that segment of the population as well. As far as getting uh, the titles picked up, I, I, I've always been a fan of libraries. I know not every author knows that or is, but for me, I, it's just like a no-brainer. You, you get people that you know have money set aside to purchase books, and they have to spend it every year or risk losing it. So they, they're on the look for, for new titles, and you have to have some titles they can purchase. I mean, it's like a win-win deal for everybody, and it allows people who might not have the means or the resources necessarily or availability to a bookstore, shall we say, uh, the means to get access to these books, uh, whether it's audio, print, digital, what have you. And it's a great, like I said, a great win-win for everybody involved. So I've been really, really looking forward to getting more interaction with the librarians and connecting with them and, and, and actually meeting them too and seeing who, who are these people that are picking up and even in some cases champion, championing the books. So that's what's been going on. I'm looking forward to, like I said, doing some more signings on that. And uh, while, while this current book signing tour is focused on the graphic novel, I am still promoting and signing copies of Shadow Regent and all the other titles in the Trial of Drone universe. So if you happen to have copies on hand you want signed or want to pick up new copies, maybe you didn't know a new book came out, you want to go pick that up, check it out, see where I'm going to be, stop in, get some books, and um, I'll get them signed for you. And I will be doing some stock signings too. Maybe you don't want to go for so far south and east. I understand that, but you're still based in Minnesota. Uh, I will be doing some stock signings in June, uh, trying to hit most of the Barnes and Nobles in Minnesota like I usually do, since that seems to work the best as far as getting the most reach and, and connecting people, at least in Minnesota, go. So I'll probably be looking at some other venues to sign at as well. I'll keep you informed of that. And I'll be doing some upcoming conventions in the latter portion of the year, primarily in, I believe, October and November. And there might be a possibility of me going to San Diego Comic-Con with Dark Horse in July. So... I'll let you know more about that. I just pass on because that's going to kind of fall outside of our purview here of when I release the podcast. So if you are interested in that, maybe, maybe make a note of that and check out the website or social media for when uh, that becomes a reality. All right. So that's all going forward there. What else is going on? Well, some good news tied into that. We have seen a reprint for the Wizard King trilogy, and that is wonderful. Initially, they were going to do just the second book because we ran out. And uh, they decided now to do the entire trilogy, which is fabulous. This will be, I believe, wow, either the fourth or the fifth printing for book one, and then the second printing for book two and three. And again, for author, for writers, that is fabulous. Anytime you get a reprint, it is, it is fabulous to have the opportunity 
to know that the books are selling that well, that they, they justify not only getting more reprint, but they want to print more books. So, you know, they, they have faith in the book actually continuing to sell well to invest more time and effort to get more books made. Because some people just might want to have the books sell out and that's it. They don't redo anything. But to have them continue to support it in this manner is awesome. I don't know necessarily when all this is going to take place. I do know that the second book, because it was out and they're having some challenges now getting it in some stores to put on the shelf, that'll be coming out, I believe, the first part of June. I, I believe it's been printed by now, and it's just a matter of getting it into the warehouses. It's en route as we speak. Uh, I don't know necessarily the official date, but I was told the first part of June should be when it's on the shelf. So maybe, say, by the middle of June, everyone should have copies that want to or need to have copies. So again, I'll keep you informed on the social media and website and stuff about what's going on with that. As far as the other books go, I don't think it's as pressing at this moment in time, although that could change <laughs> given the book tour that's going on and how things continue to sell on that level. But I believe we still have some copies of book one and three in the warehouse. So we, we should be fine. And book two, there are still some copies of book two on the store shelf. So if you've been wanting to get a, a first edition for some reason, uh, for book two, and just haven't been able to get around to doing so. Now could be a good time to do that. Um, obviously, as more books sell, there's going to be less copies on the shelf for a, maybe a week or so in between there. But they'll be, you know, they will be restocked and resupplied. Uh, so that isn't going to be an issue eventually. But as I said, if you're one of those people that's going to want to complete this and want to have the first uh, version, first printing, I would say check it out now before it's gone and it gets flooded with the second one. You might not know which is which. Is which. There is also tied into that reprinting the possibility, I guess, an understanding that they're going to do a box set reprint. I don't have the full specifics on that at this point in time, but that's awesome too, which means the box set must be going very well. And I can see that because when I, been, when I was doing these events and I continue to do these events, where stores have the box set, they go pretty quickly. There's just something about having a big chunk of book or chunk of story, as it were, at your disposal, and uh, I think people are just gravitate towards that and pick it up. Um, it's just like I said, it's just something convenient and uh, conducive to people wanting to pick it up and take advantage of it. So, again, uh, that will be coming out. I don't know how many they're going to reprint of that. I don't know when that's coming out. My guesstimation is that we'll probably be doing that at the same time we do book one and three, because it's you know it's the same books as the trilogy they're just repackaging them so i would imagine they're doing that at the same time so i would imagine we'd be having that all sent into the systems and things by the end of summer we should have that all right in place which is great because that's when you want to have it in place for christmas season people start buying and that's when the box sets start coming out usually around the end of summer beginning of the fall and then they carry through into december and christmas and all that kind of stuff so again, some fun stuff going on there. I just want to thank you guys for your help and support on that because obviously people are buying the books, people are picking them up, and that is that is wonderful to behold. And also I just want to do a little plug here too. If you haven't taken a listen to the audiobook of The Shadow Region, you might want to do that as well. I do have some sample chapter, sample excerpts, I should say, online at the website. I think there are some that the uh, publisher put up on their social media as well. So you can you know, just check recorded books and find that as well. I only share that because I just want people to know there is an audiobook version of The Shadow Regent. Some people enjoy that more than traditional print books. And I'm really impressed with the narrator who did the narration for the book, Michael Braun. Did a fabulous job. Did a fantastic job. And it just, it sounds amazing. I mean, I was listening to it, the whole thing 
uh, a few weeks or months back, I should say, and I was just impressed. I was like, wow, this is a you know really cool story. And I'm actually the guy that was involved in writing it. So, so if I liked it, uh, he really he really brought it together at a lot of different levels, and he just brought something else to it that I thought was uh, something better than I've ever heard before for narration. Not that what has been done before is bad. I just thought he brought it to another level, which was really great to hear and experience. And I just wanted people to to take advantage of that if that's something they're curious about. Or maybe you just wanted to take a listen to it and see what it sounds like for yourself. I I know sometimes I like listening to samples just for fun. Just I, I get into that sometimes, especially, you know, whether it's trailers or whatever for movies or video games or things, it's always kind of fun to see what other people are doing and what other things are uh, sounding like and and looking like. So what else is going on? Well, we are looking at, I believe, getting to or finishing up, depending upon how you look at it, the layout and design for Rainier's Legacy. That's that short story collection I've been talking about quite a bit now in the last few episodes of this podcast. Uh, It was picked up by Dark Horse, for those who don't know. And we are looking at putting it out next year. So the 2024 release. It is a short story collection of a pragmatically pacifistic bard and his various adventures that he finds himself involved in. And it's not so much the more epic struggles and the the end of the world type of stuff, which was kind of characterized the last few books that have been published. This is more or less just like day in the life kind of things, but there are also... Uh, comedic elements, horror elements, uh, just a nice variety of stories and tales that I think readers will enjoy. And it makes an excellent uh, stepping in point, dropping off point, if you will, into the world setting to let people explore different facets of it, different parts of it, and kind of get a taste for things in more bite-sized pieces. Again, these are short stories. They're not like epic long sagas. So people don't really have a very big commitment to make. And if they don't like one story, they can easily turn the page and there's a brand new one. So they have, you know, the chances are law of averages say you'll probably like something in this collection. If you don't like, you know, something else, there'll be something that you'll like in it. It's a total of about seven stories, I believe, plus an appendices of more information as well. So, and the audiobook will be tied into that. I, we're looking at getting a really nice narrator for that one too, who, will, who does uh, a lot of voice, character voice work and really good character voice work, which I thought would add a lot of elements of entertainment value to these short stories and allow him the opportunity to really kind of cut loose because in such a short material length like this is for short stories, he doesn't really have to be concerned about getting too committed or too involved with something because by the time he's done, you know, by the time he starts to get into it, the story's done. <laughs> you know, he's not having to continue whatever he's doing for the, you know, the entirety of the, of the saga or you know thousands of pages, as it were. It's just, you know... 20 pages here, 40 pages here, 60 pages. You know, it's not a big commitment. So he can really cut loose and have a lot of fun doing what he does with the narration. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think that's going to be just really fun with the character voices and things and stuff. It'll be, uh, he's very, very prolific, but very good as well. So looking forward to sharing more information about that. But again, we went through with the editing process. The, edit, the short stories have been edited, and now we're in the layout process. I'd expect to see layout proofs and cover design work probably start trickling in around the latter portion of the summer and then getting that all wrapped up and I'll be able to share, I believe, probably an excerpt here or there or some other information about that in the not-too-distant future, probably the fall or latter, you know, beginning portion of next year. Again, this seems like such a long time away, but uh, everything flies by so fast and publishing now, we're, we're already looking at, you know, 2025 
So it's, it'll be here before you know it. I just wanted to make you aware of where the process is with that. We are moving, moving right along on that and getting that completed. I'll look forward to sharing some more information about that very soon. And speaking of 2025 and release dates, I am contemplating what we can do for the five-year anniversary of the Wizard King trilogy. The challenge with that for me it has been in the past that how do you gauge that? How do you put down what the time frame is? Do you start the time frame, the five-year anniversary at the 2020 release in the first book? Or do you, you know, have it a capping off point of the end of the series at 2021? And so rather than try and figure out the best solution, I just decided to thread the needle from both directions, if you were, and do one uh, special release on 2025 and another one on 2026. And the first one that comes out will be a graphic novel, which I'm looking forward to sharing with people as well. I just got the thumbnails or the layouts, as he calls them, uh, just, I believe, a few days ago. And they look awesome. Awesome, awesome. I'm really looking forward to sharing these with people. Uh, it's just it's a fun opportunity to share the visuals of this world. Up until now, we've always had the, the text and the story, and you're trying to you know create these scenes in your mind. Now we have some visuals to go along with it. So now we can share this is what this kind of thing looks like, and this is what this area looks like, and give you an idea of maybe this is what magic could look like. Not to say it's the definitive end all be all. This you know this is the way it is kind of thing, but. It is uh, just enjoyable to have the opportunity to share a version of something. You know, comics are always a subjective art form in the sense that, you know, it isn't 100% how things look. There's always artistic license and some freedom of movement and flexibility that has to go into the creation of the work. And, you know, at some point I'll get a definitive version hammered out and put together maybe in a, a storybook form or, you know, a world guide or something like that. But for now, this is uh, the next best thing, and it, it's just been awesome to have the opportunity to work with someone to bring this all to light. And the story is a standalone story, but it's going to be a prequel leading up to the Wizard King trilogy. So on one hand, you'll have information on what went into all the stuff leading up to the Wizard King trilogy, primarily from the standpoint of Cadrith and how he became, you know, a lich and what brought him to where he is at the start of the story. And also just exploring another facet of Trilodon, uh, their history, their background. We delve into the fourth age of the Wizard King, get a little kings, get a little taste of what it was like for the Divine Vindication and what that entailed. And again, explore various parts of the world setting, various localities and interaction with various elements. I'm not going to get too specific when I'm explaining it because I don't want to ruin the story for people on one hand, but I also realize that people are just now getting more and more into the, the trilogy. I don't want to spoil that for people that don't know the story yet. But needless to say, it is a nice companion piece and it is a nice standalone story. So again, you can read that in its entirety on its own and not have to know anything about the trilogy. But it's also a great starting on point if you want to get into the trilogy. This would be a great way to plug into it and move into it and actually augment the story in a lot of ways too. And again, there'll be more information about that in the future as we get into that. But I just wanted to give you an update on that and how things are looking on that process. And the 2026 option, I'm going to keep it a little bit of a secret because I don't want to ruin it too yet because uh, that's a little bit far out, farther out and I can actually have some freedom to kind of tease you a little bit more. But I am looking at where I can best get the best bang from the buck, so to speak. And I'm probably doing something with Dark Horse, but I have reached out to another publisher recently 
However, we'll, we'll remain nameless at this point in time to see if we can do some additional things tied into the five-year anniversary. They do a lot of specialty type of publications that are geared more toward, I don't want to say fandom, but geared more toward people that really are into and support the, uh, an IP, a franchise, whatever the case might be. And so I want to see what might be possible on that front. And I think there's some possibilities there that would lend us to some rather interesting concepts, developments. It might be more than one. might be a couple different things. So again, I don't want to get too far out of there. We're just in the beginning stages of, of talking about that now. I, but I just wanted to pass it on to you as well so you know kind of what's going on behind the scenes and kind of what I'm looking at too so you maybe can plan maybe you know, what you want to be looking forward to on your wish list or something for 2026. And other than that, I am still working on the role-playing game. I'm getting closer to actually wrapping up the core system. I've been more inspired and, I guess, motivated now that a lot more companies are doing their own take on Dungeons & Dragons. I don't know if you're familiar with the role-playing game industry, so I won't plan on boring you with that. But basically, in a nutshell, the current publisher, Wizards of the Coast, has done some things of late that has upset and redefined the industry between the various publishers, players, and what have you, and that shakeup has allowed uh, a renaissance, I guess you can say, of new publishers and independent people coming out with their own titles and projects and things to promote their own systems and their own uh, concepts and things. So I've been enjoying seeing what some of those iterations were and are and, and how they're planning on launching things and doing things. It's giving me a lot of insight and a lot of information. And some of it's like, don't do this. And some of it's like, maybe you want to do this. And that, like I said, that's been giving me a lot of fun, uh, beneficial insight into more of the industry and uh, just how to do it in general. And overall, though, I think the story, story and the concept for the role-playing game are pretty solid. I'm just writing it in between uh, free time here and there, putting things together, getting the core system in line, making um, the rule books work. The next step after that, of course, would be to play test it and see if it actually works in the wild. It's one thing to have something in a concept stage, and it's another thing entirely to see it play out and be worthwhile of your investment of time and money and, and so forth. So that's something down the road. I hope to get everything wrapped up this year with the main core line of, of concept, the, you know, the main component of the role-playing game, and then I will look at getting some play tests and testing it and seeing, like I said, if it actually works and seeing where any revisions and updates and things need to be made on that front. But that's still kind of an ongoing thing, maybe not as sexy as some people want, but it's, like I said, I've been running it in between everything else I got going on, so it's kind of, I don't want to say piecemeal, but I'll do some here and then I'll do some here, but it's it's been, been progressing more rapidly now this year than it has been before, and I can definitely tell we're getting close to a, a conclusion or a finishing up point, which is great, because then I can kind of come in and, like I said, begin the playtest and, and other elements I want to add to it as well. And of course, I've still been writing some other titles, which I won't get into in this particular episode. I don't want to take too much more time delving into that, and it's some stuff that I don't want to share necessarily right yet. So I will think this is probably a good place to wrap everything up. If you are interested in following me on social media, you can follow me. My handle is Creator Chad, and that's probably going to be at just all the major sites. So it's a good chance, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. I believe I'm on there. YouTube. So if it's a major uh, social media site, chances are I'm, I'm probably on there under Creator Chad. 
You can also follow me on Trollodron at the same various locations. Uh, I guess Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Primarily, that's where I'll be located there. That's the website and the website too, Trollodron.com. But the website and the social media for Trollodron, the world setting, where you, I share more information about just uh, we've been doing pronunciations of words. We've been talking about history, mythology, backgrounds. Uh, quotes and things I've been sharing, uh, usually on a weekly basis. There's always something posted to mine and the Trollodon site. My stuff, I'll be, I've been sharing world-building stuff, uh, and little mini-questions, interviews, things of that nature. Of course, a lot of the stuff about the book tour. So if that's something of interest to you, check that out. And then, of course, the website, chadcorey.com. That's C-H-A-D-C-O-R-R-I-E.com. There's more information on there about new books, new titles, samples, uh, the audio and digital print and all the kind of fun stuff is on there. We've added wallpapers now, so if you want to get wallpapers for all the books, you can go to trollerner.com for those or chadcory.com uh, for the Sons of Ashgard stuff if that's of an interest to you. And what else is there? There's the newsletter, and then there's the podcast that we do. There's this one. There's uh, and Behind the Scene. I mean, uh, Legends and Lore, like I said. There's also Corycast, which I do quarterly as well, talking more about the world of Chad Corey and what's going on with all that. And then, of course, there is the blog I do once a month called Chad Space. So a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff there. So if one of those things doesn't work for you, maybe something else will. But that's a great way to, like I said, stay informed, check things out, get involved with uh, what's going on, if that's of an interest to you, not just with trial and things, but with all things that are uh, being produced and created under my name. So that is it for now. If you have any questions or comments or concerns with anything, do feel free to send them to behind, that's B-E-H-I-N-D at Chad Corey, that's C-H-A-D-C-O-R-R-I-E dot com. And I will do my best to uh, see if I can incorporate that into a future episode or answer it independently. Uh, if it is a frequently asked question, of course, I might not be so rapidly uh, able to reply to that. But just do send that in, you know, like if you have any comments on what I shared in this episode or other episodes. Maybe you want me to dig into more things I've mentioned in the past. Maybe you have questions about future titles or other things in general or whatever the case might be, uh, comments or uh, commentary. Or maybe you just want to share where you're getting this podcast. I'm always curious to see where people are getting access to it, how they're getting access to it, what part of the world they're located in, that kind of fun stuff. So if you want to pass that along as well, I'm more than happy to... Uh, be informed and read that as well. Otherwise, thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you again next episode. This podcast is copyright Chad Corey. All rights reserved.